Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle, especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. (laughs) Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Everybody and welcome to Club Night 2010. Yeah, yeah. It's our fifth year at Club Night here at the National Homebrewers Conference, and uh, by the looks of the crowd around me, it, it, it very well could be the best year ever. Yeah. I don't know. That, it might also be the ugliest year ever. You know what I'm trying to say? No. JP, always the first to get his ass kicked. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, it's selective memory. It's usually this ugly. Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying. Bebo chiming in for an ass kicking, too. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're in Minnesota. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Land of the tornado, the constant tornado watch. Yeah, I had my dad contacting me yesterday, worried if I was in any tornadoes. <laughs> I haven't left the hotel in four days. Yeah. So uh, there could have been all sorts of things going on outside. I had no idea. There's too much beer here to leave the hotel. Why would I? I know, right? Yeah. So I looked around the room today, as I always do, to find uh, find out what the clubs are doing and, and see what's happening. And as always, uh, there's some real freaky stuff going on at Club Night. Yep, yep. I, uh, uh, we, we ran into a guy, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know, you guys are going to think this is a bit, but it's not a bit. We're not, you can't make this kind of thing up. Uh, we, we ran into a home brewer who puts a raccoon penis in his beer. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not a joke. That's just all kinds of wrong. <laughs> so Al Boyce uh, is sitting with us right now. He's from uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Al. How you doing? Thanks a lot. Good to be here. Bebo's, Bebo's scooting away from him. <laughs> I thought she moved closer. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, a, I'm truly in awe. Like, if that's, if this is true, then sweet Lord. We need some Lord. glasses here, because I think there's going to need a taste test of this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a matter no. of how many people want to have a taste test Everybody of this. Everybody just look at them lining up on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Now, okay. By the way, for those of you who have never listened to the show before, uh, welcome to the session. Uh, we apologize in advance for <laughs> for that. For that. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Uh, we also apologize in advance for anybody we offend tonight. It'll be a good two-thirds of you. Yeah. Starting with the penis beer. <laughs> My name's Justin Crosley. Next to me is Jason Petros. Hi. Our first guest of the night is Al Boyce, the penis beer man. And uh, Bevo, she only has one name, like Cher, is there yeah. at the end. I'm that cool. Yeah. <laughs> Push is your sound man tonight. He's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough room, actually. I, yeah. I have to give uh, a lot of props to my crew uh, for setting everything up tonight and doing a great job, uh, at least making us sound like we do. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Such as it is. Sound how, like how we do. Do we sound? <laughs> About I don't even like know yet. this. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, so Al from uh, Minneapolis, uh, tell me about your uh, raccoon penis beer, would you? What's the base beer before you ever touch it with a penis? Well, I like to call it uh, Scrumpy. It's Scrumpy. Oh. Yeah, it's the base beer. Okay. I have a, I have a cat named Scrumpy. <laughs> you, you do, don't you? Yeah. He's not joking how's, either. How's his pecker? <laughs> Off. Okay. Uh, what style would you say the scrumpy uh, base beer uh, well, is? It, uh, some say it's a Russian imperial stout. Okay. But it's got some meat in it, though, so it might be a braggot. Not quite sure. All right. And uh, what gave you the idea to add a raccoon? Are you an avid hunter? I should start with that. I, I am not. And I just want to clear up right now, it was not my idea. It wasn't your idea? It was not. Okay. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Um, Please. Do the penises sometimes come from roadkill? Uh, you know, I, I don't even know where they come from, really. So uh, I can't really speak to that. You know who Al reminds me of? Curious. Al reminds me of Sid Haig from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. The fucked up clown. <laughs> you know, uh, like the makeup half on and the real scraggly beard. If anybody's I, I tallying to the scraggly beard thing, my wife just trimmed this last night. So. Oh, well, if anybody is tallying, that's offended person number one. <laughs> So, what gave you the idea then? If you're, if you're I not a say hunter, again, it was not my idea. What? Uh, so, what happened? <laughs> I take no, I take no credit for this beer. How a, did fr- it? a friend of mine came to me, Steve. Eh? Steve came to me and he says, uh, "So, Al?" I say, "Yeah." I say, "He says this, Al, you're a home brewer, eh?" I say, "Yeah, I'm a home brewer. You know that. I you drink my beer all the time, eh?" Yeah. So uh, he says, "So you make beer?" I said, "I, I just said I make beer." Jesus, he's kind of slow sometimes. Yeah, well, it sounds like it. So, he says to me... Uh, I wish I was, too. You make beer, so did you ever put a raccoon penis in your beer? And you said yes. I said, hell of course. No. Why would I ever do that? Yeah. No, I didn't do it. I didn't... I never, I never have done that? it before. Exactly. I said, why would I do that? And he says, well, you know, tequila has a worm in it, eh? And I say, yes, yeah, so? He says, so, you know, why not have a beer with a raccoon penis in it? 
legitimate question. That is some amazing logic right there. Yeah. So I says, I'm not doing it. Was your friend homeschooled? I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, he does like to hunt a lot and stuff. And he told me, I said, so whatever gave you that idea to, to even ask me that question? He said, well, somebody told me that raccoon, you know, units have a, have a bone in them. And so he uh, picked up a roadkill and cleaned it out, and sure enough, there it was. Oh, man. The bone. I got to kill his mic. Yeah? Give him yours. Al, I got to admit that that's the first time this week uh, that I've been rendered speechless. Uh, it's I mean, pretty amazing, right? Just the sheer logic of... Uh, Going from worm in your tequila to penis in your beer, I just don't understand it. That's a it, jump. It, again, that, it wasn't my idea. That's a jump that Evil Knievel wouldn't fucking make. How do you get? Right. How do you get the, the the raccoon genitalia? I get them from Steve. <laughs> he just has them. He had the one. He had the one. Eh? So he's like, how long you got? It's a long story. Well, how many? How many inches per gallon? Raccoons are not created equal, so it's a really <laughs> well, hard to put a number on it. Eh? Yeah, well, you don't measure. Nah, I don't. I just For get them from and, and they go. What was your reaction? I was appalled. Yeah? <laughs> I says, of course we, you were. We spend a lot of time as homebrewers keeping bad shit out of our beer. <laughs> and raccoon cock is bad shit. <laughs> that is bad news. Are we going? Is is and by we I mean is Bevo going to try this beer or not? (laughs) She's drinking a ginger ale. I don't think she's. Come on, Bevo, you got to try the the weenie beer. Now listen, you know that on this show we've, uh, in fact, it was last year at at NHC, we coined the term weenery. Weenery. And that there are beers that uh, if if you if they defy any other uh, description, then they taste weenery. And I have a feeling that this is. The first beer that was intended to taste wienery. I, I don't want it to taste wienery. In fact, I spent a lot of time making it have no taste of wiener whatsoever. You didn't. I did not want the wiener flavor. What was the control how, group for that? You know, Al, how many I wieners have you tasted? Make, I did not even want to make this beer. I'm ignoring <laughs> that question quite deliberately. Because I think, uh, you know... You look ashamed, and uh, uh, we need some sort of kit to make sure that you yeah, didn't get molested. Beneath my dignity, eh? So, Bevo, what do you think? Smell it first. Give it a smell and and see uh, if it if it pleases you, so to speak. Does it, it please the Bevo? Okay? Uh, Bevo's saying that it smells uh, okay. <laughs> Are you gonna try it, Bev? I just want to say that I hate you. I know. Bevo hates, hates me. Yeah. Well. All right, Bevo. Come on, Bevo. She's got a. She's. She has a look on her face like she. The same look when you kiss Sam. I've seen that face before. Your husband. A mouthful of scrumpy. Yeah. Usually yeah. turn around and look kind of scrumpy. No. No. I'm good. JP. Come I'm on. full of coon wiener. You, you gotta try. If yeah. someone gives me a cup, I will try the wiener. I'll just try. Pass me Bevo's wiener cup. Why don't I just add to the bottle? Just bottle this thing right now. I might as well. Let's just do it. You want me to chug the wiener cup, don't you? If you would chug that, yeah. <laughs> 
It doesn't smell wienery. I told you I spent a lot of time taking the wiener out of it. <laughs> you did. After I put the wiener in it. Is it the wiener meat or is it just the bone? It's like I explained. He found out it just had the bone in it, eh? Is it in the bottle itself? Is it there is a wiener at the bottom the of the bottle? It's at the bottom of the bottle. We need some more drinkage on your part before we can get to it. Who's going to eat the wiener? Come on. Raise your hands out there. Come on. Somebody's got to have the wiener. Two dogs. Have <laughs> we got any volunteers? I'm shocked. That guy raising his hand with the camera in it. He just volunteered. <laughs> it's better than most of my beers. You really tried it. I just drank it and it's... I'm going to finish it. It's better than most of my beers. You're going to finish the wiener. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the wiener finish. Would you say you're going to gobble it? No. No? All right. Al, thank you for sharing the beer with us. And uh, we're actually getting a crowd demanding wiener beer. <laughs> you know, the, I told you that the, I told no, you that the NXT ready? was going to turn a new leaf this Here year. Here it goes. Let me see it. Let me see the... Oh, oh. good Lord. It's like a. It looks like a worm. Like a. It looks like a like a like a leaf uh, stem. It does look like a leaf stem with a hole in the bottom. Like look at the bottom. There's a hole in it. I don't want to look at the hole in it. <laughs> There's a hole in it. It's really not. It's a. It's, it looks like a candy cane. It's a kind of curved uh, at one end. It's like Bill Clinton's it's kind of a cleaner, thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you said. Not all raccoons are created equal. They're all a little different. <laughs> it looks familiar. Yeah. Somebody you know then. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Disgusting, Al. It's not, again, I claim no credit. It's not my idea, Steve. Is push? Are you going to eat the wiener? You're t- push. Don't touch it. You know, a lot of women in Minnesota turn them into earrings. <laughs> this is a Minnesota thing. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got a choir director who uses it as a baton. Eh? <laughs> We're all going to take the night off, and Al's going to finish up the session for us tonight. He's doing a great job. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll pass it along to Steve. <laughs> pass it. It's all his credit. You want it back? Sure, yeah. Okay. I want my wiener beer back, too. Put it, it on the webcam. Will you hold it up to the webcam so the folks at home can see it? we got a lot of people who don't get to make it to the NHC each year, and uh, we want to try to bring it home to them. Some of them JP, are, it, it just went limp in your hand. Good. It, it was stiff it, before it when you touched it. it. Transferred. Hey, Al, thanks very much for sharing your beer with us. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. A big big applause for Al from Minneapolis. All right, so like I told you guys, uh, it's crazy stuff that happens here every year, and it's really why we love NHC. It's a lot of fun. Now, yeah, you can have your... He doesn't want to miss a drop. I have to give Al his glass back. I need to rinse my mouth out real quick. Yeah? Al was a great intro to our next segment, I got to say. You know? Now... Speaking of people that don't get to make it to the NHC, uh, you know, it seems that it happens every year. One of our beloved friends uh, intends to come to the conference and, and doesn't quite get to make it. And th- this year's no different. Uh, a good friend of uh, Jason, Kevin, and Chris. Uh, Mark Curry couldn't make it tonight. He's not feeling too well. He's, he's got some health issues, and he, uh-huh. he, he had a ticket to come here, and, and he just couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's on the mend. He's, he's going through some therapy right now, and I, I think he's going to do just fine, and he's getting better. But he had to miss the conference, and we wanted to give a shout-out from Minneapolis to Mark Curry from Raleigh, North Carolina. So uh, he's also a member of the BN Army. Oh, great. And, um, 
Uh, I thought that maybe we could give like a good round of applause because uh, we miss you, Mark Curry. We wish you were out here with us, and uh, maybe next year. Well, the, the last person we gave a shout-out to. Yeah. Miraculous. 100% recovery. Recovered in, within 24 hours. Seconds almost. So uh, hopefully that will happen tonight. Mark, we miss you. That's from Jason, Chris, and Kevin. And also I'm supposed to tell you that your smoked porter sucks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well. Okay. One of my favorite parts of uh, every National Homebrewers Conference is when I get to sit down with... Uh, Jason Petros. <laughs> Woo! But a very oh. close second to that <laughs> yeah. is Mr. Charlie Papazian hanging out with us. Welcome back to the show, Charlie. Well, I don't know how I can follow what you just got, what you guys were just sampling. <laughs> now, now you know what I feel really bad about Charlie is Charlie's a new father, if you didn't know, and his and his little daughter was in the room, and we were talking about wieners for 20 minutes, <laughs> and that's not appropriate, is it, Charlie? <laughs> he's not answering. No, he's he's, 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 he's working up a lawsuit right now in his head. Congratulations. On being a father, Charlie. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Are you having fun with that? Yeah, we brewed a, a, an oat brown ale that uh, has commemorated her uh, arrival, and we're uh, halfway through the keg at home. Wonderful. Nice. So, uh, one day the king of homebrewing will have to retire, and maybe the queen of homebrewing will uh, will have another Papazian uh, on the way. Uh, Who knows? There, there's a few Papazians out there. You never know where to, <laughs> how or where they show up. That's right. <laughs> Now, I ask every year, and it's... As long as they stay away from the coon beer. Yeah, yeah. An excellent idea. I, I would never offer that to your children, Charlie. I feel ashamed of myself. <laughs> well, it gives a whole new meaning to the, the term phenolic. <laughs> that it does. Yeah. <laughs> now, I ask this of you every year, Charlie, and mostly it's because I can't count. How, how many years is this for you now? How many consecutive years for this homebrew conference? Well, 79 was the first one, and we've got to count that year. So 79 to, I'm doing math, I think it comes to 32 years. Wow. wow. 32 uh, <laughs> national homebrew conferences. I'm going to do this to you right now, Charlie. That's how old I am. Really? I was your little daughter wandering around the room uh, when you came to your first conference. Do you remember the coon beer I fed you? <laughs> yeah. That's why I was your daughter, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously things have grown. Uh, here Whoa. we are in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, obviously things have grown. I'm no longer yeah, a daughter. Right. Yeah. Here we are in Minnesota. Uh, what do you think of your homebrew family surrounding you right now? Well... When you say uh, the land of 10,000 lakes, mm -hmm. it sounds like a hell of a lot of lakes. <laughs> but when you say the land of 10,000 homebrewers, I think they're just getting started. There oh, we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it, a lot of water. It's no a one state should uh, have that much water. It's too much water. Mm -hmm. California doesn't have any. We could yeah. use some. Give it to Arizona or yeah. something like that. That's a lot of homebrewers we have here, and it's a vibrant homebrew community. Um, have you had any notable beers tonight that you really enjoyed? I always put people on the spot like that, Charlie. I'm sorry. Well, I'm enjoying this one right now. Um, it's uh, Northern, uh, North Germany Pilsner from Detroit Brewers over there. Okay. Uh, that's really great beer. Right? Yeah. 
I enjoyed the session beers in the corner with uh, the Ann Arbor Guild, is it? or the? Yeah, the, it's the Ann Arbor Pub. I think it's the Ann Arbor Homebrew Club over yeah, there. Yeah. I went there, too. They actually built a pub right here in the room. Yeah. That was part yeah. of their setup. And you can serve yourself. They have all mostly all session beers. So yeah. you could definitely hang out there for quite a while. <laughs> I had a yeah. classic American Pills over there that was probably one of the best beers I've had all week. It was from nice. Jeff. And uh, that cap was just amazing. A really nice beer. And you're right, Charlie. Uh, I talked to uh, Crispy Frey, who is, uh, uh, of course, the uh, president of the of the AHA governing committee and um, the, the chair. And he said their whole idea was that a lot of people come to the homebrew conference and they really go over the top. They bring their biggest beer, and certainly they bring their best beers. But everybody has a, I think, in his words, were a double Kolsch, <laughs> and a, you know, and a, a you know a triple amber. Yeah. And they just had the idea that why don't we do a lot of session beers that are full of flavors, some low alcohol, and people can hang out in our pub and have a few of them, yeah. and then not sound like me when they're done. That's what I've been talking about for a couple of years, man. Session beer, the return of the session beer. Yeah, you like the lighter I love ones, it. right? I love it. Yeah. Now, Charlie, do you get to judge beers anymore when you come to this? Not to this. Not so much this event in recent years. But, um, you know, every once in a while I have the opportunity to judge beer. I try to make a, make a, a session for the World Beer Cup and the Great American Beer Festival every year just to keep my skills and sure. kind of sharp and... But uh, something I still enjoy doing. Good. When I can. How, can you imagine getting a, a homebrew competition score sheet with Charlie's name on it? Yeah. <laughs> and having to write to him and tell him how you didn't agree with his score. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you said grainy, what did you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do we mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> now the more important question, Charlie. What are you fermenting right now? You're always brewing oh, still, man. Yeah. Come on. Let oh, me know. Oh yeah. I just kegged a. Oh, just kegged a uh, Bohemian Golden Lager and a triple called Triple C IPA. Uh, that it's an IPA with all non-traditional IPA hops in it. What were they? Things like Mount Hood, uh, Tetnanger, Hollertau, Spalt, um Liberty. Wow. Um, none of the Cascady citrus hops. Okay. Very different kind of IPA and very different kind of bitterness, but it's definitely smooth and drinkable. Is it really? Yeah. Did you pick them kind of randomly, or was no, there a method to this? There was a, a method and a method of being just kind of going against the grain. You know, I like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, weird. Do. I, don't, I don't know that about you. I've never heard that. Going against yeah. the that grain weird? with the grain. Yeah. Right. And I have a, on draft, I have, I mentioned the oat brown ale, which has about 40% mild malt. And uh, it's a brown ale, but it's, it's really unique because it has a very light roast coffee flavor to it. It's about 5% alcohol, really easy drinking, crisp. The oats give it some body, even though it's kind of light alcohol. So you, you're feeling like you're drinking a little bit more than that. That's yeah. the uh, recipe that will appear in the... the the forthcoming issue of Zymergy that's probably in the mail right now. Okay. Um, what else? I have uh, on tap, I have a IPA, um, that gluten-reduced IPA that I wrote about a few months ago. Um, I have a pale ale with a bunch of citra hops in it. Beautiful. I, I have a um, geez, oatmeal stout, mother's milk oatmeal stout. Uh, I wish I had so much beer I could Imperial, not keep track of it. Imperial Porter... Uh, in 
uh, a route beer, smoke beer. Um, I got an ordinary bitter. Jesus. And that's all my bar. Dra- That's just my draft beer. That's know. just on draft. <laughs> Charlie has a five-bedroom house, and the whole family lives in one of them. Yeah. Right. It's the living room, the bedroom, the kitchen. Everything else is beer. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have hot water, cold water pipes in the house. Who needs those? <laughs> no, you don't need that at all. We got special plumbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you are living the dream, Charlie. You got it going. I'll tell you. All that beer. How about your writing? Uh, talk to us about that because uh, you're not just doing the books anymore, but you've got different newspapers that you're writing for. And uh, Where can we read your stuff? Well, for years I've been, a number of years I've been writing, you know, the reviews for All About Beer. For 32 years I've been writing for Zymergy, New Brewer, Draft Magazine I've been writing for. And I, I, the, the kind of fun gig I have also right now is examiner.com. Yeah. And I'm the national beer writer for that. And I try to do at least three posts a week. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, depending on whether you're having a baby or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Or, yeah. But uh, that's kind of more immediate stuff, more off the top of my head stuff that just doesn't really require, um, you know... Too much. Too much brain damage. You get this more is, time to drink beer. These are the ones that I like. This is where I'm following you on the examiner ones and the ones that you're getting out there kind of, uh, you know, several times. Well, you have a lot of brain damage. It's easy I have to a lot understand. Of brain damage. Yeah. And uh, that, which kind of leads me to my next topic with you, Charlie, that I just wanted to cover quickly. You're kind of a Facebook and Twitter savvy young man now, aren't you? Well, I've been doing it for... A good year and a half. I guess I got into it uh, right when this stuff started taking off. And uh, I'm not doing anything but tweeting. And yeah, hopefully people want to see the stuff. And I think Facebook. they do. Yeah. And this is how I find out about the examiner stuff. Because it's hard to follow people when they're writing in so many yeah. different places. All you got to do is sign up for Charlie's Twitter <laughs> and you get all the articles. He just well, tells you when they come out. Especially in the expanding craft beer and homebrew market. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. There's a lot of good information out there, and it's, it is it is hard to keep track. So I love the, the social media aspect of figuring yeah, out what I you're like doing. I like that stuff. You know, I yeah. wish I had more time to spend kind of re- reviewing the people that I'm following and checking out my homepage on Facebook because it seems like that's where I get my best leads on what's really happening today yeah. Yeah. or yesterday because... You know, the other media is, is great for sitting down and having a long beer with. But if you're, yeah. you know, on the I'm run, around. just kind of want to see what's 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 the, what's happening today. It's it's a great great way to it's check in on things. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I know you're a busy man just because you want to go have fun tonight. No, and, I want to uh, have another beer. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any taps in this booth here. <laughs> oh, man. I never yeah. asked Next you year. Next year, right? Yeah, yeah. next year. Did you Have you ever brewed a beer? Oh, Charlie. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it a beer. Wait a second. Charlie, it was an experiment. Charlie had my beer last year oh. and said, and, he, uh, he and I quote, it's drinkable. Okay. And that was the best compliment I ever got about my beer. It's drinkable. Well, that's a signal you got to work on it. You got to. <laughs> that's Charlie's word for shit, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. No, interesting is my word. Oh, <laughs> I'll remember that one. Charlie, next year uh, back uh, when we see you again, San Diego, you'll have a you'll have something on tap. I'm gonna say it on the air to everybody right now. I will have a beer for you next year. Yeah, your beer, my beer. <laughs> I'll have my beer for you next year. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm committed. Chad, you got to hold me to it. I just committed to Charlie Papazian. <laughs> Chad already forgot. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, you know, I never really asked you to do this for us before, but I'm, I'm going to go to break. Would you just make a quick toast for us? And, and you don't have to think of some brilliant thing, Charlie. Just whatever you want to say uh, to the folks at home and to the folks here in the room. Give us a toast. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind, I want to give a, have a toast to my original guru, and that was that is Fred Eckhart. To Fred, Fred Eckhart. Cheers. Now that's acceptable dead air. All right, Charlie. Thanks right. very much for being on the show with us. We're going to take a quick break. It was great. When we come back, we got a <laughs> lot more to do. We got more guests coming on the program. Uh, maybe some more crazy beers. I don't know that it'll get any uh, crazier than that first one that we just had. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hang with us. It's the session live from Club Night 2010. to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. I've been brewing 17 years. I was kind of shocked to see that number. Don't do the math on my age. This month, more beer wants you to meet Chris Graham. I started when I was in college, and I've just fell in love with it. Partner, chief operating officer, and certified beer geek. I have just a ton of passion for home brewing. I think it's such a creative outlet, both ingredients and art and process and technical equipment. Chris is here to tell us about life and more beer. What I love about working at More Beer is the people. Their passion, their passion for products, innovating new products, looking at pro brewers, how they do it, or just seeing an opportunity and saying, hey, we should make that. And then carrying over to teaching people, and, and that's another part of our passion, so that they can make the best beer possible. Now, how about this month's specials? Five of my favorite things to brew with right now are the digital refractometer. It makes taking samples so much faster than a regular hydrometer. The Scotch Ale, because it's just an amazing multi-beer, especially if you let it age. The gas and beer quick disconnect sets. It makes setting up a kegerator so much faster. And my 1000 Brewing Sculpture. It's fast, clean, and easy to brew on. And then there's the Grand Box. This is a box they named after me, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Gotta have it. Get to know Chris this month at morebeer.com. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate chip and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, 
and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zedashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamel. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewing network, or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own, the how-to homebrew beer magazine. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. to the session live from Club Night in Minnesota. It's the National Homebrewers Conference and uh, trying to get through as much as we can in a one-hour broadcast. Oh, that's right. There's too much content in here. Should uh, we talk faster? So many things going on that I can't even contain myself. Oh my God, that's really great. <laughs> with me right now, though, is Chris, who's with the Minnesota Homebrewers Association, one of our host clubs. Not me. Did I get my notes wrong? Yep, I'm Kevin. Right now with me is Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you said. Who's actually from the uh, Motor City Mashers in right. uh, Taylor, Michigan. Did I get that right, Kevin? Yes, sir. There we go. Yes, sir. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> I'm out of here. I think I say this every year at Club Night. I quit four years ago. This broadcast. Well, I got Kevin on here because I went over to his booth. Jamil actually uh, brought me over there. He was walking around, and he tasted his uh, vanilla coconut stout and yes. grabbed a hold of me when I was passing by. Jamil said, you got to come over and try this beer. It's a really interesting and a nice vanilla coconut stout. And I had it, and uh, Jamil was actually right. Uh, one of the things... <laughs> weird. Uh, one of the things I he really liked about it is that... Um, the coconut was more pronounced than the vanilla, which is, uh, I usually find it to be the opposite. Um, I certainly tend to overuse the vanilla, and, and it's a spice that, uh, that often takes over everything. But this one had a yeah. lot more coconut, and I thought you could just come on and tell us a little bit about the beer, Kevin. Oh, no problem. Uh, the base stout is the Can You Brew It Shakespeare stout. Uh, I've emailed Chad, JP, That's a couple right. times uh, trying to get information on it. Uh, what I did, because I thought it was real chocolatey, real coffee-like, uh, what goes good was coconut, vanilla. Uh, I just went to my local grocery store and got some unsweetened coconut, shaved coconut, uh, toasted it real good in the oven, 
crammed it into secondary, and I let it sit on there for about three weeks. Then uh, racked it for a week after that in the fridge, cold crashed it. Uh, and at kegging, I added two tablespoons of real vanilla extract and a uh, half a dram of coconut extract to bring out that aroma a little bit. That's really all there is to it. It sounds simple wow. enough for me to do. Well, I doubt that. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be on my side that time, JP. No, I've seen you try to go to the store. It doesn't work out so well. <laughs> what did you think about the beer? I love it. It came out nice, right? Yeah, it came out well, very you. nice. Thank yeah. you. Can you taste the Shakespeare Stout uh, base? A little bit. I get a little bit of that roasted kind of thing underground, but uh, the majority of this is uh, is coconut. Yeah. And I don't normally like coconut. I know that's kind of a weird compliment everyone kind of gives it, but I think the vanilla balances out. It's not too coconutty, but there's that coconut flavor uh, that kind of goes all the way through. That I think it's great. Right, I mean, um, it's balanced very, very well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I was real happy with it, and I'm just ecstatic that everybody seems to love it. It came it's, out nice. It's really good. Uh, you said fresh coconut, right? No, it was just a bag of shaved coconut from my local Kroger. A bag of shaved, okay. Yeah. It was the unsweetened. Um, vanilla is really sweet, so I use unsweetened coconut and thought that might help it. Okay. And it's actually it's the first time I've done it. Well, I think you did a great job. I think everybody should uh, head on over to the booth. Uh, it's the Motor City Mashers. Uh, they're directly across from us, a little bit to the left. It's his vanilla coconut stout. How long have you been brewing, Kevin? Uh, about three years. Three years. You're doing a great job. Is this, uh, this is an all-grain beer? Yes. Did you go straight to all-grain, or you extract first? No, I, uh, I actually started uh, stovetop extract. Okay. Uh, my wife pretty much drove me out of the house. I said she couldn't stand the smell. And I never understood it. I think it smells great. It's genetics. It, the hops. When the hops would go in, she'd be like just shaking her head like, really? we got to go. See, I understand the mess part. I can get that. You sure, make a mess right? of the kitchen. Yeah. That one I always get, but I never get the smell part because even when you throw the hops in, I like it then. I think the only part of the brew process that only ever smells weird to me is when you throw the Wurflock in. Yeah. It has that weird you know, seaweed smell. Yeah. But the rest of it, it makes the house smell great. I thought so. I could live with that all week long. The smell I hate is when you don't empty your mash tun for three weeks like That's this guy bad. does. Yeah. I still actually, I brewed three weeks ago. My mash tun's still full. <laughs> My it's hotel room grain. smelled like that at 3 a.m. last night. A bunch of people hanging out in there, and it was yeah, not true. nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at, so, how long at, uh, uh, extract till you went to all grain? Uh, about when three, you batches. Out? three batches. Three batches. Three batches. And, well, that. And, um, I I went to uh, I got my first kit September 07. Uh, May 08, I went to the National Homebrew Day at my local shop. Okay. Uh, oh, Adventures in Homebrewing in Taylor. Jay, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Jay. Um, and just being able to see the variety and everything that was there and how great some of them were, it was that's what made me really dive into it head first. Okay. Well, you're doing a great job. This beer came out awesome. So Thank thanks, you. Thank thanks you. for sharing it with us. Yeah, really. Thank you. Do you have any beer in the second round here in the competition? No, and actually the first time I did the stout, uh, I scored a 30. Oh, so oh right, yeah, man. in the first round. Shame. But uh, Tasty's uh, American IPA actually went to mini best of show. Really? Yes. Okay. Was Charlie's name on that 30 score sheet? No. 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 <laughs> That's too bad. No. All right, Kevin. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I appreciate thank you. you sitting down with us. Round oh, of great. applause for Kevin for coming up here. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's weird. You know, when I go around the room and I'm, I'm looking for people to, uh, uh, you know, come on the show and talk with us, uh, people get intimidated about sitting down. Well, what, I just, I might stutter or I might, uh, you know, I'm not funny. Uh, I'm not well-spoken. And, uh, man, are we. Kevin, you're great. And, and all of you guys are great. Everybody, yeah, exactly, JP. We're neither, neither are we. funny or 
Well, it's, whatever you said. It's a piece of cake to just sit down and talk about beer, though. And once you get down to the topic of homebrewing, everybody just does great. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys who do allow us to drag you over here to the table and share your beer story with us. Because we wouldn't be able to do the show without it. So thanks very much for that. And now I actually do have Chris sitting down with us. which no. is uh, He is from the... Uh, Minnesota Homebrewers Association. Are you sure? <clears throat> One of the organizing clubs of the entire conference. I can tell. Right. I should have recognized the hat the first time and gotten it right, but I didn't. He's got that lumberjack hat going yep. right now. And Chris, you were also the organizer of tonight's club night. Yes, I was. A round of applause for that. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Great. Yeah, great time. I think you've done a great job. Look at the turnout you've got in here. Yeah, I got. Really didn't have anything to do with that, but uh, <laughs> well, I guess getting the clubs organized was, you know, a task in itself. But yeah. it, I think it turned out really good. Now so. it takes a lot of work to, to set up a conference, doesn't it? It does. Uh, lots of people working behind the scenes and uh, getting things that people don't even think about that need to be done. And it's just, it's amazing. Like extra CO two, maybe, or a little yeah. draft parts here and there, or whatever. Yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it's stuff that you. Things you don't think of. Yeah. And then it He's always overwhelmed. comes up like that. Yeah. How many clubs are involved, uh, approximately even, uh, in, the, in the entire conference? Do you know? Um, involved, well, in club night, there's 40, 40, 41. Okay. But total, uh, you know. In the organizing of the, of the whole conference. Oh, um, off the top of my head, about six or seven. Okay. Wow. Um, Different groups uh, provide, obviously, beers for the commemorative beers and also um, just, you know, contributing uh, speakers and, and that sort of stuff. It, it's uh, it's an amazing it's an amazing list, list. Yeah, the, yeah. So we had it in our hometown uh, last year. Yeah. Chad was a big part of the governing committee. Chris Graham, Jamil, Tasty, all these guys. Um, and there's a lot of details to take care of to put these uh, one of these things together because uh, a lot like the Brewing Network, it's uh, an in- almost entirely volunteer staff yeah. that does it. It's you guys that that make it possible for us to be here. Yeah, and uh, you know I think we have a very strong uh, base in the, in this community that um, is. Involved even in our, our uh, Upper Mississippi Mashout and the local competitions that we put on, that we have uh, the, the organizational organizational base to, to pull this off, and it, it really from behind the scenes it, it seems to be going smoothly, for, even from behind the scenes. So that's um, usually where it, it seems to be a complete disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good thing, man. Yeah, I mean, there you know, there's an hour or two here and there where it, you know you seem a little frazzled and, and things are going not well but uh, yeah. seems uh, everybody steps up and pulls together and we have a lot of obviously support from our members in all the clubs uh, right. in the Twin Cities and throughout the state that, that step up and, and are very helpful and, and very enthusiastic and, and we I think we have a great community for our the home brewing you know home brewing in general and I think that's why uh, there's you know, so many people here from Minnesota and obviously from upstate and, and made this a great event. So. Absolutely. It, and it has been a great event. Definitely. And, you know, one of the, the, the major factors in deciding where one of these conferences is going to be is the amount of desire from the local people, the, the local clubs, the local committees, to do the work to make it happen. Yeah. These are the people who make the pitch, you know, please come to our city because yep. we're ready to have you and we're ready to go to work and we're ready to do it. And it's a big factor in getting this conference to, to your city. 
So, uh, you know, I thank you personally, and I think I can do it on behalf of everybody for hosting us this year. Thanks very much. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. And just real quick before you go, what's the theme of your booth over there? Because it looks great. Um, it's our, our ice shack or ice shanty. Okay. Um, the the idea kind of came from, obviously, the, the tortures of what Minnesotans put themselves through for the, the love of being outdoors and fishing and yeah and tornado know. watches yeah, tornado, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, nuts but you know freezing freezing your butt off out in the middle of the lake for you know a two inch perch that comes up every hour <laughs> oh yeah uh, you know it, people say we're crazy but uh you know if you don't live here you know i guess you don't really totally understand but no you're still crazy man that, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but crazy in a good way. I'd never want to live anywhere else, personally. So. What's your favorite beer to bring with you out to the ice shack? Um, it, actually, Belgian Triple would, is very nice. <laughs> yeah, that'll warm you right up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then do you sleep in the ice shack? Uh, yeah. You do? Uh, yep. Yeah, because the have... cold freezes your brain and you fall asleep. Yeah. Actually, there's, there's ice shacks that are uh, better than some Winnebago's out there. You're kidding me. Yeah, that, you know. 10 by 20, 10 by 16 wow. with, uh, you know, plasma screen TVs and, you know, something you could spend probably two, three months in if you wanted to. I thought you guys were roughing it out there in like a, a tent with a hole in the ice. Yeah. Well, most people are, but, it, you know, there's there's a few that have kind of figured it out, well, yeah, we can... Uh, yeah. We can bring generators and, uh, you know, corner toilets and all that kind of stuff out on the ice, so... And get it... Oh. Make it much nicer, so. That sounds amazing. So does the fire alarm that's going yeah, off right yeah. now. That's real good. <laughs> but it's also it's a great time to get out and just drink homebrew. See, I think I would go for that. Especially if you gave me the Winnebago-sized ice yeah. shack, because I'm a big sissy like that. Yeah. At that point, just get a fish tank, freeze it, and set it home. <laughs> and then hang out. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chris, thanks very much yeah. uh, for all your effort and for being on the show with us. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank Chris. you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we've still got Gary Glass lined up to talk to us about this year's event and uh, a whole lot more. Hang in there. It's the session. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa, is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next kids. meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. 
You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer. A brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Stop. Ferdison, what is it? Shh. Listen. I think I hear a dwarfen ale. What? A dwarfen ale. But there's no such thing. Aye, lad, but soon there will be. Hail Brewers! Fantasy Brewmasters invites you to participate in their 2010 Dwarf Brew Recipe Contest. Do you dig fantasy? Have you ever wondered what sort of ale a wizard might come across at his local tavern? Have you ever wanted to find out what a dwarf in ale really tastes like? Yeah, you know who you are, and here's your chance to show your geek pride. Submit what you think would be the ultimate dwarf in beer, and your recipe could be chosen for commercial production as their flagship beer. Entrance must be a U.S. resident, 21 years of age, or older. Log on to www.fantasybrewmasters.com to register and for contest rules and more details. For this contest, they're looking to brew an authentic dwarfen beer of your creation along the lines of a very drinkable brown ale. Registration deadline is Tuesday, August 31st. The winner takes home $1,000 plus they get to see their beer brewed commercially. Go to fantasybrewmasters.com now. It's not some old fantasy character beer. It's Dwarf in Ale! Fantasybrewmasters.com The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome back to the session, everybody. It's live from uh, Club Night at the National Homebrewers Conference, and uh, a whole you know lot of stuff is. happening. Trying to wrap up and get everything in we can. We still got Gary Glass coming up, and uh, we're going to talk about how this year went with him. And I'm hoping to get Kurt Stock to sit down with us. Uh, Got to hang out with Kurt a little more this year, and he's a lot of fun. You realize and, uh, he's not such a jerk after all? He's not such a jerk. Do you yeah. know what's wrong about him, too? <laughs> and uh, we thought we'd get him to sit down if we can. And he's also, of course, on the organizing committee. Before we get to that uh, important stuff, uh, we thought we'd get to some, uh, you know, a little bit of irrelevant stuff. But it's right. always, you know, I have to say, uh, after hanging out with JP... And then getting to talk with Charlie Papazian. It very well may, may be that seeing the Hudacek brothers yeah. is my favorite part of the National Homebrewers Conference. I love these guys. If you don't know the Hudacek brothers, you are missing out on a key ingredient to your <laughs> yeah. National Homebrewers Conference yeah. event. Insanity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they're probably the most fun people that you'll ever meet in a room. In small doses. And uh, Whoa, what? what small doses. <laughs> of course. What happens is they're not very bright. So singularly, they're not very bright. Yeah, but, together they're one but person. You put them together. It's synergy. It's what it is. I mean, I don't know how one of you breathes without the other one uh, next year. But Joe's not around. I just walk around aimlessly. You do, right? How the Hudacheks really are a lot of fun. You should get to know them. They're they're happy to shake your hand all the time. They're just homebrewers yeah. like you and I, mostly because they don't have any other friends. <laughs> have you two jokers been coming to the National Homebrewers Conference? This is our eighth consecutive convention. Okay. Yes. And you try never to miss it anymore. It's like we, never. After the first one, there was no way. We decided at that moment, we're going to hit every single one of these. There's you no do. going back. Yeah. There's no this, going back. However, this is our first convention as being part of a homebrew club, Ann Arbor Brewers Guild. So oh, you are? Okay. That, it's sort of a special year for us there. And this is the one with the pub in the yeah. corner? That's correct. Yeah. All right. And that, which is a great job, by the way. The pub looks awesome. We had nothing to do with that. Exactly right. <laughs> I'm not surprised one bit. So uh, the Hudacheks have a weird connection with the Brewing Network, too. Uh, and it's happened two years in a row now. <laughs> right? It has. It that has. is right. Yep. So last year when the convention was in Oakland, uh, the Hudacheks were leaving early Sunday morning, I think it was. Uh, they got on the, our Bart. subway, our BART, out there to head back to the airport. And they start talking to some douchebag sitting next to him on the train there and they big douchebag a big, <laughs> big douchebag how long did you talk to him before you discovered who he was it was quite some time 5 10 minutes i would say it was at least that at least that and what the, the story came about was you bought these hats that were like distressed hats. Right. I I, I I was wearing one yesterday, but yeah, it's a hat that has a, you buy it with holes in it. Exactly. Exactly. And your dad's like, the shipment came in. We gotta send these back. They're all defaulted. They're faulty. We right. gotta send these back. You already gave away the story. He gave away. See, he gave is, away the story. I told you that when you guys talk separately, you're not that bright. That's no, we, right. So they're sitting on the train. They talk to this guy for a long time. Turns out to be my old man. My dad sitting on the train, headed back to Connecticut, and uh, and they recognize. At this point, they go, "Oh, you're Justin's dad." And exactly. At, at this moment, they make my dad the proudest guy on earth because he <laughs> thinks I'm famous now because the Huda checks have. Yeah. have that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, exactly. And, and he really he, he was flattered. He uh, was. So so this year, Huda checks are coming into to uh, Minnesota. Exactly. And you jump on the shuttle from the airport, right? That's right. Us and two people on the whole shuttle. Yeah, two people. And uh, we recognized right away this gentleman had a 
Brewing Army, you know. Again with the hat. Again with the hat. Again with the hat again. All right. And uh, so we started talking, and it was, again, quite some time. All of a sudden, like, well, who the hell are you? (laughs) Chance Dad. Chance Dad. (laughs) You got to be shitting me. Yeah. You got to be shitting me. (laughs) Two dads, two conferences. Yeah. One cup. (laughs) And one cup. It was disgusting. Both yeah. very proud fathers, let me tell you. I yeah, told yeah. you this, and you I told Chat this. They were both just ecstatic. They, they, they thought, they wanted to talk to us about all the things you've been doing, and yeah. they, they were just, they were thrilled. Yeah, they yeah. probably annoyed the shit out of you, yeah. if that's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. No, they are, they're a lot of fun, and Chat's dad came out here, too. You should. So when he puts on a name tag at these events, he doesn't even put his name on it, which is Bob, by the way, if you yeah. see Bob. Uh, you can thank him for all the work he does for us, too. Uh, he puts Shat's dad on his name tag. <laughs> that is the coolest thing ever, man. That I, That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, how does this conference measure up for the Hootachecks? This has been awesome. We, I tell you what. Go ahead. <laughs> we've, we've never hit the ground running like this year before. I mean, we got here Wednesday, and just one thing led to another, led to another, and bam. It started off with Shat's dad. It started right. there. As soon as we walk in the door, the fire alarm goes off. <laughs> I'm surprised. The fire alarm. Every, it, everybody, it flushes all you guys out. Yeah. We're like, hey, it's Hootie Jacks. Everybody you know? comes downstairs. You thought we were coming out to see yeah, you. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> you're here. Right. From this point forward, we're pulling that fire alarm every year. <laughs> it was the best thing we ever did. Run no, in, kidding. pull it, run back out. Oh, hey, Hey. What a warm welcome. I was about Daskadia. I wonder where everyone is. Fire alarm goes up. There they are. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And, and did you did you guys bring your beer out here? Uh, we brought three beers out here. What'd you bring? Uh, we brought a English Shitty Mile. Beer a, Shitty Beer the, B. And, oh, I'm sorry. The theme for our club was uh, session beers. Yeah. Which is a little out of our comfort zone a bit, but we uh, so we you know we we went out and brewed a English Mild, a uh, special bitter. And uh, seventy shilling. And uh, seventy shilling. Scottish, yeah, like Scottish it. seventy shilling. Okay, yes. sounds great. Are they still on tap over there? They're over there. Yep. All right, over I've there in the good. corner. Once again, the Ann Arbor uh, Pub, right? Ann's Arbor Pub. Ann's Arbor Ann's Pub. Arbor. You can go Correct. get the Huda check beers. All right. I got to keep us moving so we can get out of here. Are you going to be Understand. at the conference again next year? You Hell better yes. believe it. You guys never miss it, right? Never, never miss it. it. Never miss it. Do you have to fight with the family about this every year? No. They, they understand this at this point. They do. First couple <laughs> years, you know, but we're all set now. They how understand. Often, how often do you brew at home? Is this a problem there, too? No, well, we uh, we brew for our Oktoberfest every year. We have a party every year, our Oktoberfest party. We have about 220 gallons, 20 beers on tap. I'll be there. Last year, we went through 150 <laughs> gallons in one day, 400 people. Oh wow. So, so the Huda, so people even like the Huda checks where you live. Oh yeah, it's getting bigger. Every, it's we, almost becoming a problem. It's so do, big now. Do they let you have parties in the asylum, or is this, it kind of like an off day? This is a bit fucked oh. up because I know you guys already understand that we're yeah. kind of the same person. Yeah. He lives next to me. Oh my god. In, is, a, in our and, dad, and our dad lives next to us. That's why. <laughs> oh man. It's the Huda check compound. That's they, what we refer they to, refer it to as the Huda check compound. We I need a reality this. show. Yeah. So you we guys do need a reality it's show. It's the Huda check. Huda what? Huda check. You know what? You're not the first person that said we need a reality no, show. No, but I'm yeah. the smartest and best looking one that's ever said it. Put your ass. <laughs> All right. If you see the Huda checks tonight, kick them in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Because yeah. I see Tasty out there. He wanted us to make mention of his name out there. So Of course he did. He, uh, yeah. His words, not mine. We learned everything we learned from Tasty. <laughs> but. We decided this is pretty good shit. Let's make it one better. Oh. But we uh, at Oktoberfest in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, we were the first ones he gave his uh, Pliny Light. Pliny Light recipe it was called at the time. 
tasty American Pale Ale. Yeah. He gave it to us first. We've been brewing at Oktoberfest October ever since. Huge hit. And people love it, right? People, people love, love it. it. People love it. Pliny Light is, is Wait, one of the... Hey, it's a perfect homebrew. We it's actually perfect. found out it's Tasty APA now. He changed the name on us, you know, but that was we, we knew it before that, so... <laughs> you can keep it as Pliny Light if you do Yeah, we're it too lazy to change the tap handle at this point. <laughs> you just keep it real. That's yeah. all. We, don't, we, we need a new version of Word to, like, update the tap handle. It doesn't work now. It's like we're done. <laughs> new version of Word. <laughs> All right, Huda Chicks. Fucking Thanks, man. It's always great to see you guys here. We'll hang Thanks, out guys. Here. <laughs> All right. We're going to have Gary shake your Glass hands, uh, sit down with us right now, too. And, uh, man, the Huda Chicks are a lot of fun. I think the, the, the most fun about having them on the show is how they answer each other. They, they finish each other's sentences the whole time. Right? Plenty, plenty light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, right? They are a lot of fun. If you don't yeah. know them, really, uh, shake their hand there. Yeah. And, and go try their beer. i got to do that. I don't think I've ever had a Hudachek beer. Neither actually. have I, and it's actually really good. Is it good stuff? Yeah. All right. Well, sitting down with us right now is uh, you know one of the guys who really makes this happen year after year. He's not part of the local committee. He's part of the real committee, the American Homebrewers Association. Uh, he's your president, and uh, his name is Gary Glass. Gary, welcome, man. Hey, thanks, man. Glad to have you back on the show. I'm, I'm fucking stoked to be on here. You know what, Gary? <laughs> he just dropped an F-bomb. He did. Right away. You are yeah. more relaxed this year than I've ever seen you. You're, you're feeling good. I am feeling great. Things, were, things went smooth this year. But, well, well, it's not over yet, man. But, <laughs> uh, but so far, yes, they, they're, they're going great. And it's really a tribute to the, to the organizational skills of the, the local committee. You know. they, they, they may be irreverent, but, uh, but they really know how to get things done. Yeah. I saw you all week long, and usually, now, now I don't mean that you're a spaz or anything, but a lot of times when I run past you at the conferences, you're just real busy, got a lot to do, I'm always trying to uh, you know, talk to you for a couple minutes. Well, this year, uh, you really were, were very composed and relaxed the whole time. It seemed like uh, things were going great. Yeah, so far it's been, it's been just amazing. The, the, this hotel is really a great location for, for this event. Uh, the space works really well, and the, and the hotel staff has been awesome. Okay. I like the hotel staff myself. We made very friends nice. with the night bouncer at oh, my hotel. you have to do that. Well, he shows up every night at about 3 o'clock and tells us to shut up, right? Right. But after the first night, he shows up and's like, oh, hey, Justin, what's happening? Hey, what's happening? Time for you guys to shut up. <laughs> yeah, give me that beer. I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah. But don't goes, tell anyone. It goes a lot like that. Yeah. I do like the hotel. I think it was a good choice out here of a, of a place for us to stay and party. Now, how about the beer this year? Have you enjoyed that, Gary? Did you get to try any? What beer? Yeah. <laughs> None, right? <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've really been enjoying the beer, of course. And, uh, had, some, had some really fine beers from... Uh, I had a great raspberry lambic this evening from, uh, from the Beer Barons of Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, just before this, uh, there, there's a really nice wild rice brown ale from, uh, from the Northern Ale Stars. The Tiki Hut from Mil- Mil- uh, Minnesota. So I wonder how much wild rice they use in that beer. That's I, interesting. I don't know. It definitely came across in there. So I was I was impressed. Kind of a spice to it. Or yeah, what? yeah. It's got you know spice and a little nuttiness from from the wild rice. That's really interesting. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, San Diego next year. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, that's right. I was surprised to see that. I thought you guys usually announced it at the awards, but it was right there in the book. It's, it's always been in the program. You just haven't been looking. I never read the program. <laughs> <laughs> I never do. Yeah, most people don't, apparently. <laughs> I had about 13 things to do this year, and yeah. I never looked at the program once. I just asked Gary. I, I just walked by, hey, Gary, where do I have yeah. to be right now? And it worked out that well. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm excited about San Diego. It's a great city. Uh, the Craft Brewers Conference was there a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, and I think that it's just a good location. Are you feeling good about San Diego? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a great beer town. Uh, the craft brewers there are just amazingly supportive of the the local homebrew community. So it's really well tied in, um, and and it's just a great destination. So you know, even if, if you bring the family, they can take a, take them to the zoo and hit the beach and just all kinds of things to do down there besides the the conference. Although you know. Who wants to be anywhere but the conference? You're right. You can totally ditch the wife and kids when you go to the San Diego conference. Is really what if I'm just reading between the lines. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So more importantly, Gary, we're now on the governing committee together, and uh, I was much better than Jake was. Right? I was a much better incumbent, uh, new uh, member than Jake was on on the committee. Right? You can say it. Everyone knows. (laughs) I I don't know, man. You don't know. (laughs) Jake came in there with. Jake came in with with papers that he had written on to hand out to everybody, and oh, he you mean like a, notes. And, and you, yeah. and you oh. don't even know how to write. And I mean, I how can even, you compete with that? I couldn't even read the things that he had handed out. He came in all prepared. Oh, I have a I have a new idea and a new subcommittee at this. And he showed me. A, he made me look like a bitch, JP. Well, you know, uh, 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 which one of them showed up for the uh, the meet the AHA committee talk from five to six today? Oh. Which one happened? Uh, well, Jake was there. Oh, and where was Justin? I wonder where, where he was. I have no idea. Oh. I, I was there. I was in I'm the sold back. On Jake. I can't believe you didn't see me. Jake for president. I was there the whole time. Well, well, we would have seen you if you had raised your hand when we called your name. <laughs> did, that, did that actually happen? Did you guys call my name? Yes. I wasn't yeah. There? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I but, did But you had it. good company. Jamil wasn't there either. Oh, yeah. he wasn't? Oh, we were both working, yeah, Gary. Yeah. We had a lot to do in here. On a new subcommittee On a new, idea. We were getting ready for next year. Uh-huh. You know, while you guys are wasting your time with this <laughs> yeah. year, yeah. we've got other things uh, to let's do. Let's talk to uh-huh. AHA members. Yeah. Who cares? Let's keep planning. <laughs> well, well I, I'd say the, the truth is coming out of that, that governing committee meeting that both you and Jake, uh, as well as Fred, the other the, the other new member, yeah. uh, are all absolute ab- you know, great additions to the, to the group. And, uh, you know, a lot of new ideas coming from, from everybody who's on that on the governing committees. Well, I do appreciate that. I, I mostly, uh, of course, I wanted to make fun of us first. But I did want to say that I'm, I'm happy to be on there with you. And I wanted to tell you guys, you know, you, you voted us in. And I had a lot of fun in, in the meeting. And, and it's a long meeting. Uh, and, and, and some people had warned me, wow, it's a really long meeting. Uh, but I enjoyed finding out what happens behind the scenes and finding out how you, as the Homebrewers Association, ask us uh, for real advice on, on real things that are happening, and you really kind of took to heart what we had to say, and we have a big part of it. We're there to speak uh, for you folks, for the American Homebrewers Association members, and uh, I just enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed hearing everybody's ideas, so I'm looking forward to next year already, and, um, and at the next conference call, uh, I'll, I'll have a lot of ideas about how to get rid of Jake. Is what I think. That's my. Yeah. I'm going to have uh-huh. a subcommittee yeah. in the committee about how to get rid of Jake. Impeach in the beer. Yeah, and we'll make Fred do Jake's job too because I think Fred's great. He can do everything. Will he be sleeping with the fishes? Get rid of or just no. kind of like uh, just pa- like kitty porn on the computer? Get rid of. Passed over. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bevo. What can I do for you? Okay, you I just wanted to hang out. I just wanted to join the party. Let's say goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do. And I wanted to thank you for another great year, Gary. I know it's not over yet. We're going to get to have the award ceremony tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the Brewing Network is uh, right up there for Club of the Year, man. 
I, I, I know. You know, we're, we're, you're, 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 you were at the top at the, the coming out of the first round. Coming in, we were. But uh, it's it's anybody's game in the second round as close as it was, right? Because it only takes one guy, Gordon Strong, to do really well in the second round and take it for Club of the Year. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it really. When you get to the second round, it's 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 all about the. You, know, you have to have the best quality beers. Yeah. That's that's what it comes down to. It's true, but. I'm telling you, I hope you got a reinforced stage because if the Brewing Network as a club <laughs> does win, like yeah. half the room is going to be up on that stage, man. Yeah. Right, guys? And we're all kind of large. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, pretty tubby. And I just called uh, our yeah. listeners fat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I am looking forward to it, so it's not over yet. It's just another great night at the NHC. And, Gary, thanks for you and what your staff does for us all the time. I know that we don't get them all on here, but... Uh, and I don't even want to start to say names because I'll miss somebody. But the AHA staff, you've seen them around the whole time, and, and they do this too, not just the clubs. So uh, a big round of applause for the staff. Every year they've worked yeah. really long hours. I mean, what are your eight days, 15 hours? It's incredible. Gotta be, yeah, more than that. <laughs> more than that even. Well, thanks very much, and uh, thanks for being on the show once again. Hey, thank you. All right, Gary Glass, everybody. Yeah. So that's it. We're out of here. We're done. Uh, another wow. session from NHC is over. And I do appreciate you guys hanging out and listening with us and putting up with our audio and, uh, and with JP, let's face it. Uh, I'd rather not face it. And uh, Bevo, you were, you were wonderful. You were the highlight of the show, as always. I did nothing. Exactly. As always. Yeah. Mr. Feely, why you're always the highlight of the show. Kind of like Sam. What does that even mean? You do nothing. Where's my Just cricket like sound? Sam. I have the cricket cricket, sound. cricket. Are we off yet? Because uh, I have to go uh, jump off my 15th story. All right. Northern Brewers coming up right now. They're going to use our microphone. They've got some stuff to give away. So stay right here. Yeah. It's going to happen right now. Uh, they're going to give away some things. And uh, you're going to win them. And you're going to uh, Me? Personally? <laughs> Not you. Oh, that's too bad. And then I think we might be doing Beer Jeopardy, although it's getting late. I'll see what we can do. we got some stuff to give away. So hang with us. Uh, we'll see you at uh, tomorrow night at the awards ceremony. That's right. And uh, hopefully some of you clubs next year at uh, in San Diego in 2011. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Don't you really love it at all? Homebrew can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have it. Well, I'll have it one right now.
chocolate porter, cherry stout. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But don't you give me that American crude, boy, I want a real home brew. Home brew, don't you really love that home brew? Can't get enough of it. Home brew, it blows my mind. I love home brew all the time. Yeah, I think I have the 